Hi everyone, it's me, Mars, uh, coming in a little bit early uh, on the episode just to uh, just to talk about it a little bit, I guess, because this one's a little weird. Uh, you might have seen on Twitter that um, I was having some problems with corruption uh, in this episode. The, the audio files got corrupted, and thankfully the corruption wasn't that bad, so I was able to uh, edit the episode just fine and without much being taken out. That said, the corruption affected the audio in a couple of ways. Uh, one, it seemed to remove, like, bits of audio randomly, especially from Miles's audio in the second half. Uh, there wasn't really too much of a way for me to edit around that. Uh, unfortunately, just some clarity in what he's saying is a little bit lost. It's really not that bad, but you will notice it. The other way that the audio was affected is that bits of the audio were corrupted entirely, and that prevented me from being able to export the final file. Uh, and I wanted to give a shout out to Haley Rose um, uh, at Haystews on Twitter. Um, she was uh, an incredible help in finally getting the episode exported so that I can actually, you know, upload it and we can have an episode this week. So honestly, without Haley, um, the episode might have been delayed or uh, maybe even canceled. So yeah, uh, really just thank you so much, Haley. It, I couldn't have done it without you. Uh, so yeah, uh, this one... You're going to notice some glitches, you're going to notice some weirdness about it. Um, some I had to bits of the audio that were like important context for like sentence structure got corrupted. But honestly, like, it is pretty minor overall. Um, but it, yeah, it is something you will notice. Uh, so yeah, just wanted to get out in front of it and tell y'all. And uh, enjoy the show. Welcome to Artificial Ghost Radio, your unofficial guide to navigating the airwave. I'm Miles. And I'm Mars. Yeah, uh... I almost spit up because you did something fun. <laughs> Just like a... Mars. <laughs> it was very... It was, it was so unintentional. Uh, and it's very I'm sensual, Mars. may I say. And I... And I and I'm Mars uh, and and I and I and I'm Mars. Uh, it's normal Mars, okay. Not 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 sensual Mars. This is a podcast where each and every week we rediscover what makes music so special. Hi everybody. Thank you for calling Artificial Ghost Hotline. If you want to talk to one of our, I'm trying to think of what sex hotlines do. If you want to talk to a, sick I'm sorry. Babe, so. <laughs> Uh, uh, you say Hit that one. is uh, do you have 
and maybe this isn't a conversation for us to have on the show, <laughs> but have you had much experience with sex hotlines? No, I haven't. Okay. <laughs> I'm just thinking of those, like, ads that, that uh, used to come up on, on TV and stuff like that. Sure, yeah. I, I don't know that we got those, to be honest. I mean, there were most certainly sex hotlines. Yeah, I think, I think it was more like a, maybe an 80s, 90s thing, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And definitely uh, on, on different, more risque channels. Right, yeah. Fucking Cartoon Network. Oh! <laughs> no! I see! No! 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 no. Veto. Valid. Alright. Um, <laughs> hey, Miles. Hey, Miles. Um, how are you doing today? I'm alright. I mean, I'm, are you, are I'm you fine. Now? Yeah, yeah. All right. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, I just, as as you are well aware, I just woke up yeah. from a nap. Uh, I'm a little bit late to the recording. Beepy beepy. Because um, I was hanging out with my dog Winston, and uh, we were hanging out on the couch, and I in got very couch. sleepy. And I got very sleepy because of how sleepy he is. Um, and you know what? What? Sometimes shit just happens. I, I wonder what it is about um human beings that, that we just love little guys. We just love a little baby. A baby. doesn't matter what species it is. We just love a little baby. Yeah, we, we, we love, we love uh, anything that's, like, small. I feel like if, like, I mean, you know... I'll I'll say that like just about anything on this earth is is lovable, yeah. um, uh, but you know I feel like it is a greater chance of being accepted by the masses if it's small. That is very true. Although I mean, still very Clifford, much yes. Clifford, Clifford the big red dog. Yes, of course. But also like a hippo baby or a giraffe baby's pretty cute. They're still, I, I think. I think the key is that it's smaller than its adult. It's you know, a it's, little. It's well, you see it's a like family and you're like, you know? oh, it's a baby. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we 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 love we we stand a whack proportions. I I do love that story of that um uh, house cat. I think it was a tabby cat that um had just had kittens and there was a little lynx kitten that that uh, was the runt of the litter and and the mum wasn't giving it milk so they gave it to the tabby cat uh and and it became. It's the mom, but the yeah. lynx cat is so fucking huge because <laughs> it's the yeah. lynx, and the yeah. little tabby cat's like half its size. And it's, oh, it's- I love shit like that. Um, although, uh, well, yeah, I just, I just love uh, animals raising other animals, like adopting yeah. interspecies adoption. It's classic. I think is, I think is very good. I love it. Um, and like people. Fucking society looks down on you if you're raised by wolves, but I feel like you're so valid. If you're, listen, out there, listeners, if you were raised by wolves or bears, uh, either the, the human kind or the animal kind. Same um, wolves. <laughs> well, yeah, if you were raised by furries, you're valid. No, they, they, uh, there's a gay archetype called a wolf. Is there? Yeah, it's like a hairy, uh, like attractive dude, but he's like sort of a loner and kind of an asshole. That no, that's nothing. You've described nothing. You can fucking Google it. I mean, I didn't make it up. No, I, 
I know you didn't make it up, but I'm saying that it's nothing. All right, valid. Uh, so yeah, if you were if you were if you were raised in the wilderness by wild beasts, uh, I support you. Your family here. That's how my D and D character was was helped to be raised by some there were some worst creatures around that were like the baby. Do you need you know? <laughs> do you need child care assistance? Oh god! I hope that Haley role plays a fucking bear for me. <laughs> I sick am that so excited for where the campaign goes because there are endless possibilities. Um, so, do you want to get into the show? Yeah, let's get into the show. Yeah, so hey, sorry. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, hi, Miles. Hi, Miles. What? Mars middle name Garbio is the theme. The for this theme week. that that I have. Uh, Pry pose is just fan song. I wanna, I wanna just, talk about fan songs. Just, just a fan song, just you know just what, little, like whether it's fan song. whether w- whether whether it was made with an aluminum fan or a plastic fan. Yeah, uh, that's a good joke. Uh, to blow to blow the music into your ears. A fan that doubles as an MP3 player. Oh, you mean like like the fan bit is like a speaker or like. At like either that or um or like how it is on a music box where like the fan blades themselves have like ridges or something on them and there's as it's spinning it it reads the, the modern dis- the modern um uh, uh wind up music box yeah exactly and I imagine it would it would be a very fast song so maybe we could do you'd probably have to edit you know, it so that it played like normally <laughs> you can just do a skrillex potentially yeah all right okay you could do a skrillex fan so it seems like this is the new like um damn we should have proposed this to advertising it's like um how they how they have the like wi-fi i think it's i think it's, yeah wi-fi um uh like light bulbs so you can like change the colors and stuff yeah, um, yeah, I um, used to have but, one of those and it broke. Oh man, they look really cool. It's just you know, a lot of it's expensive well, and I, maintenance. Yeah, I just bought a really cheap one, so not valid. Um, and uh, so so it's the new version of that. It's a it's a light bulb that changes colors and it's a fan that plays music. And so here's what we can do too: is if you want to change the song, you can open up the cage. I mean, turn the thing off. You can oh, open yeah. up the cage, take out the blade insert yes. another blade like we can sell alternate uh, alternate blades yeah. to put into the fan so, so that it plays different songs so a la a record store and how they have the records in sleeves you can have the fan blades in sleeves you can i mean sell them yeah. like that. that's sick yeah i i was <laughs> we are just doing advertising <laughs> i'm i'm imagining this uh like yeah we have a full-on big box store that has it like this will revitalize the physical music industry. I think it's because we need a new thing, you know. We need a new thing. It was records yeah. and and uh, then tapes, CDs, MP3 players, and 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 iPods and stuff. What's the next thing? And of course, well, like the, records came back into fashion and and stuff. But, well, um, the next thing is the fa- is the musical fan yeah, blade smile. Fan blade. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm advertising yeah. your thing. <laughs> oh, I oh I gotcha. 
I feel I recently because I've been listening to a lot of advertising. Um, I feel like I would. I mean, I would love to go on just to like because it's so fun and I love those yeah. those folks. Um, but like I am an advertising student, so I have no idea how that would go. <laughs> well, I mean, hell, so we're. I mean, during the Galaxy Warp, uh, like two of the three of the ending pending folks uh, are also in advertising, I believe. Mm, yeah. It's always interesting uh, to see like what people think versus like what a, like uh, uh, someone hired to advertise thinks and, and like how, well, how yes, you but, versus how you advertise. Yes. But that said, uh, they did create the gay and lesbian Island of Re- the gay and lesbian, uh, like commune of rad island or whatever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Which, i love that <laughs> i haven't listened I to that love, episode but i love that i love that so much i believe there's i haven't listened to all of it i need to finish but i believe that there's a volcano involved uh that's so good it, it's very cool it's honestly very cool and i would live there yeah so. like when that episode came out i was talking to blue like a, a couple days earlier about how because in australia up until 27 2018 whenever the gay marriage referendum went through uh-huh. um um there was an island off the coast of uh is it new south wales i can't remember off the coast of australia uh that was the gay and lesbian island um and uh it, it was like the gay kingdom. It was called like the, mm-hmm. the gay and lesbian kingdom. Um, and we had like a flag there and there were plaques and, and I think, and people could go camp on it and stuff. And they said that like the whole purpose of it was that until Australia had gay marriage, then, then that would be the, the people's republic. So the, the monarchy dismantled in, uh, when, uh, the referendum went through. So uh, I, I, here's my, here's my ultimate goal in life, uh, Miles is I want to, like, live in a, like, queer art commune. It would be very fantastic. It would, it genuinely would be. I love communal uh, yeah. living spaces, and I and I love community, and I love, like, contributing towards a larger goal. And I have a lot of, like, communist friends that live that way, and, like, anyone that can contribute contributes, anyone who can clean cleans, anyone who can cook. And, mm-hmm. and it's out of the goodness of your person, and if you need days off, then, like, people will. Uh, and, yeah, it's, it's, it's just all about community and living without that, um, yeah, commu- uh, uh, capitalism. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. I, I think, like... I, I honestly, like, just imagine myself living in a very, in, like, a big, old, haunted mansion-ass-looking house with a bunch of, uh, a bunch of queer idiots all making shit. Yeah. Well, you look around Oregon for a, for a haunted mansion so that when I get there, we can just move. Uh, there aren't a lot of, I mean, I think we have, like, a haunted sewer. All right. <laughs> I feel like some sewers are built to be haunted. It's it's true, like the French sewer. Oh, fully. Is it a sewer? Just a just on it's the just ground, a catacomb. Right? It's just a catacomb. I mean, you can shit down there, but I, I mean, people, people will be happy. People have <laughs> definitely shit down there. People have definitely shit down there, but people have shit down there, and they will again. Oh, hey, God, Miles, if we don't stop them. Hi, what's up? What's your what's your fan song? I've been recording for twenty minutes. Um, <laughs> we have <laughs> my fan song is i'm i was gonna do a bit but i decided against it because we've already been recording for 20 minutes my fan song is mary by femi c so i know you haven't heard of it so i'm not gonna ask if you heard of it it's fine no no i'm 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 deeply familiar oh okay good i didn't know you were also a homestuck fan so 
<laughs> God damn it, you've trapped me. <laughs> gotcha. That's you called me in home stuck trampment. <laughs> home trapment. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, I think that's when so, you're under house arrest. So here's the thing, Miles. I distinctly remember you sending me a, a, a text saying, I will, I will try to not bring a Homestuck song. And Sorry. you, f- and you, you, f- you failed. I did. I did. I, Miles, I failed. <laughs> Cause here's the thing. And, and so I will, I will explain myself. Um, as, you'll, you'll as have I, to. As I do a little introduction for this. <clears throat> oh my goodness. Sorry. My, really, my throat just keeps getting clogged up. I don't know what it is. I need to do a fucking throat empty treatment or something. Um, that's that's the grossest thing. <laughs> it's definitely a thing that exists. And yeah, is the words that you said are the things that it's called. Stick a tube down there and suck out all the gunk. All right. Uh, so yeah. Okay, so Sky, also known as Hamster or Femi C, is a filk, folk, and acoustic artist that I found through their Homestuck fan songs about five years ago. Uh, and and I've been following them ever since. Uh, they've recently done songs about uh, Life is Strange, uh, Critical Role, Taz, and Fallout 4, um, but the song I chose to bring is one of those early Homestuck songs because I feel like I would be doing myself a disservice otherwise. And also, like, with the Taz one, like, um, we, we just had uh, Blue on for a couple episodes talking about Taz fan songs, so I feel like it's, like, if people haven't listened to Taz, it's a bit much. Um, yeah, if, oh, as, I'm sorry, as if, uh, if it isn't too much for people who haven't read Homestuck. Well, here's the thing, I'm not actually going to talk about Homestuck that much. (laughs) It's kind of just Uh about the song and the character. Uh, Because I think you'll like the character of it. Well, hopefully, I don't know. So, I am saying this completely seriously. I, Mars, I am bringing this song in a legitimate format. It's, I'm not doing this as a joke. This is legit a really good song, and I'm bringing it legitimately for this legit theme. So, I've, yeah, it's a good song. There's some very right. special memories and, and feelings I have for these uh, older fan songs that, that I'll get into after we uh, fucking give it a little listen. All right. I want to listen to D- it. D- all right, fine. All right. Alright. And Bush and Journey's life was patient and inscrutable. There's clouds of visions, clouds of villains, falling in withdrawal. And who would make the sacrifice? Who would I suitable? Who brought the sharp dressed woman with a dull chainsaw? I mean no insult, but I'm So, what'd you think? Um, I mean, hell, I think it is a it's a very like well done song. I I mean, like when like how many years ago did this came out? This came out in twenty twelve. Uh, yeah, so seven years. Uh, so like, I I think like you know I think there's some like technical issues with it, but all things considered, I think it's a it's a really really well done and and really sort of haunting and and nice song. Yeah. Um and and I agree like I feel like if they they redid it nowadays it would sound um I mean cuz they did add that like echo effect and and that I think would be great to stay but um yeah like like you said fixing some of the the little the little things. 
Um, right. It, it, you know, it, and that's that just comes down to, you know, like whatever technical knowledge they happen to have at the time. And, yeah. you know, like, but in terms of like the songwriting and the lyricism, I think it's a it's I mean, I, I like the context of it, of course, just blows over my head. But I, I think it's yeah. um, I don't know. It was it was it was just nice to listen to. It was just, it was as nice. So, uh, yeah, I don't want to talk about the actual comic. I want to talk about the character that this uh, song is for. Um, and and because uh, I don't want to. God, like the other day when when someone on the the uh, the D and T group was like, "Can someone tell me?" In like, I think it was Johnny was like, "In one sentence, can you explain what Homestuck is?" And I'm like, "I don't want to do that," because I also like I don't. I don't care about Homestuck anymore, and I, like, barely remember any of it, so it's kind of, like, nothing to me. Um, but, sure, But sure. the characters and these songs still mean something to me in, the, in that sort of nostalgia way. So, this song is about a character uh, called Kanaya, uh, and she represents Virgo in, in the Zodiac, so there you go. Um, listeners, what? Mars is a Virgo. What do you mean, there you go? There you are, go. Are you... Are you immediately comparing me to to her, like right off the bat? She's a very good. So here's the thing, right? Is that she's the only. I'm. I like very few of the characters. She's actually a good person. <laughs> she's like a, a nice, kind person. Um, and uh, in in the comic, it's revealed after everyone thinks that she's been murdered that she's actually a vampire. So we love that. <laughs> we love that for her. All right. Um, all right. All right. Fine. Fine. Compare me to a vampire all you want. She's a vampire. She likes romance novels and fashion. And she's a big lesbian. So we, we stand. Perfect. Um, Wonderful. Yeah. So. Uh, and, and so the, the Mary of the song title and, and throughout the um, throughout the song and, and the mentions of, like, the, the Virgin and stuff uh, stems from both, like, Virgo as the sign, but also as uh, Mary, the mother of Jesus. Um because her ancestor in the comic was like the Mary allegory of the story, um, she's uh, also like, uh, yeah, okay, 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 all right, okay, yeah, all right, okay, all right, okay, 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 all right, okay, all right, okay, move on. I know, but she's also like the mum friend of the group and and looks after people a lot. Um, she was the one charged with like the rebirth of civilization and and raising people, and um, she's just like a not awful character like so many of the other ones are she like got quote-unquote murdered for the first time by just like a quote-unquote nice guy douchebag guy and then she no 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 no. murdered for the first time well if she 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 came back to life because she's a vampire right no no, i i got that but well was she murdered again that's a great question i can't remember if she died again her dream self died but i don't know if she died okay okay all right. Okay. God. Okay. That's, dream self. Got this. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yep. I'm. I'm caught up. Sorry. <laughs> You're making this suck. <laughs> so she was. So she, so she was no, killed. No. No. I. So okay. I want. I want to be clear. I. I'm not actually like. Like people. Like it, it's the same thing with Kingdom Hearts, where people are always less like. Hopefully. Oh, like, <laughs> King, oh, it's so fucking complicated. There's so much. Here's the thing. If you're doing a comic for how, however many issues, however many years, and trying to keep a consistent narrative, like, weird shit's gonna happen, and like, look, 
there there's going to be like as an example there's going to be shit that we've said in this show that like if you later on were like this is the thing you said i'd be like what the fuck you could do that to me next week and i wouldn't know what you were talking about <laughs> but like, memories are complicated but well yeah but like, I, know, I know exactly what you mean but like yeah the, the the creative process just leads to a lot of like weird stuff especially if you just leave it going for a long enough mm-hmm. um and like yeah. whatever like j- fucking at, at fucking anything gets this weird and deep if you look into it enough really Oh yeah, um, I mean yeah, it's like about like the 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 just destruction and creation of universes and and like the multiverse theory and aliens and shit. And it went for like seven years, so it, there's there's a lot happening. Um, uh, so it's it's fucking hard to explain it. <laughs> just picked weird subject matter and it weird went dire- went weird directions. Yeah, that's it's, life. It's just sort of one of the ones you have to go along with. But yeah, so yeah, when she yeah. was killed, mm-hmm. quote unquote, I mean. You know, when you she died on a dark and stormy night um so when she was killed by this hipster douchebag piece of shit she got up um got her chainsaw and cut him in half <laughs> now okay i'm sorry to stop you at every part of this story <laughs> i am absolutely taking questions this is a press conference i'm taking questions okay i guess is 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 where was the chainsaw an invalid question? <laughs> oh, I mean, all of them have weapons because it's like a video game, um, and it's their 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 strife weapons. Um, and she has a lipstick that turns into a chainsaw because she's I gay. I see. <laughs> you know, because she's gay. I see. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Uh, and yeah, so she was just like, "Hey, bitch, I'm sick of your shit. You just killed like another one of my friends because he went on sort of a little rampage. Because uh, he was like, we should be bad guys." And she was like, "You're a fuckhead," and, <laughs> and so kicked him in the dick, cut him in half, um, and just went on to be uh, the best character in the story. <laughs> I love her a lot, um, uh, and and it, it's my persisting love of all Virgos, I think. Um, so, oh, yeah, and then, and then she married uh, later on in the comic, one of the main characters, Rose, uh, and it was really nice, because, like, in a comic that's about dying and coming back to life and alternative reality versions of yourself, it's nice to see two characters that aren't dead at the end and are happily married and, like, persisting throughout. Um, right, yeah, yeah, that, sure. that's like That's, like, one of the things about uh, Homesuck that was really fantastic for me. Uh, uh, is that it was because I started reading when I was like I don't know fucking fourteen or something. Um, and and it was when I was blossoming into being a little gay kid. And it was nice to see a comic where it wasn't like even a question. It was just like yeah, like of course we're gonna have our issues. Like like oh maybe I I'm bi. Like maybe I'm gay. Like sort of and like interpersonal relationships. But it was never treated as like a huge issue or something that the characters needed to like you know talk about a lot as if like they had no idea what a gay person was sort of yeah 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 because a lot of comics do that like like, they have the one gay character and you're just like whoa what the fuck whoa you're 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 you like dudes you like (laughs) dudes dudes dude dudes dude dude uh i wish i talked like that hey legitimately shout out to the to the fucking persona for him daisy comic well, I ooh, have I? I think I've. I think I know what you're talking about. Uh, is it that? Is that? Is that the one artist that does a bunch of Persona comics? Um, I mean, 
They did. I don't. Uh, I, I. I don't know that they're what they're doing nowadays. Valid. One day I'll understand what Persona is. Uh, one day. One day you'll one tell day. me what Persona. Hey, they're they're saying that Persona Five is going to be coming to the Switch. Maybe. Ooh, I'm into that. Yeah. Well, if uh, uh, what's his face is going to be in um Smash, then then that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Joker. That's it. I, I never uh, remember their names. <laughs> I'm just like you know the guy. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm legitimately so excited for Joker to be in Smash. Yeah. New main. New main. All right. So, uh, so on, on the artist, um, uh, the thing I really like about Sky's music is that even if you don't know the origin of the music or of the song, rather, um, you can still wholly enjoy it. You can still wholly enjoy the sound of the piece. Um, and and the narrative that they that they choose to uh, provide, um, uh, and if you do know the origin, then Sky has this really uncanny ability to pull out moments and and traits out of the fandom or character and provide interesting, deeply emotional uh, interpretations of their stories. Um, Sky has come a long way with their sound, uh, which used to be like we see in this song that's seven years old, uh, a lot more timid and quiet. Um, but they've still retained the more at-home single-person sound in their music now that they're doing more professional albums. Um, uh, and and I, I like how it's still a little bit rough around the edges, but but now it's come to the point where it's a bit more polished and a bit more, um, I guess, striking. Yeah, I, I, I recommend, like, if, if anyone listening uh, likes the sound of this song, then then go ahead and go through their music tag or through their band camp because uh, there's a lot of fun stuff on there. So, yeah, I, I again, I really don't care about Homestuck at all in this point in my life. I only remember parts of it pretty much just the characters I like. Um, but it was instrumental in in me improving as an artist. I mean, that's how I got, like, a bunch of followers uh, when I was younger. Uh, during Homestuck fan art, that was really bad because <laughs> I was, you know, 15. I, listen, not bad. I won't shit on myself. I was 15. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, it led to me making a lot of my current friends, in- including uh, Foster and Sinead, like, two of my best friends. Um, and so Sky doesn't talk about it or make songs anymore. Uh, we kind of went through Homestuck at sort of the same pace and around the same time. Sure. Uh, uh, but, like, their songs were, like, my introduction to Filk, like, getting back to fan songs. I mean, I didn't know songs could be about the shows I liked uh, or about characters I thought about for hours, like, like overanalyzing everything they did. And, and to bear witness to someone's creative work that feels like all the parts of a character that you adore bought to this culmination and for it to sound exactly right is so special i i listened to sky's music over and over as a confused newly queer teen and it's still strange that like now we follow each other and and i've talked to them a handful of times and like they they like some of the art that i do uh and it's so wonderful to to be able to interact with people that you've admired uh when, when you're older. Yeah. It, there's yeah. something to be said for, for people on the internet who helped unknowingly raise I, I've been shaped by this music. Um, I, you know, I probably will never tell them that, but it it helped raise me. This fucking sharp minor acoustic song about tired, murderous gay vampires helped shape me as a person. And, um, you know, sometimes other people are the same brand as weird of weird as you, and, and it changes you forever. Y- you know what, Miles? What? First off, it's beautiful. Second off, uh, as someone who knows you, this song, uh, Raising You, 
makes 110% sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it does. I wouldn't like, lie about that. Like, it tracks, it just fits. Don't sigh when you say that. It's so mean. Uh, meanwhile, uh, you know, you, you met most of your friends through Homestuck, and we met through Scooby-Doo. That is true. That is very true. I think that was um after some fucking white twink tried to call me out for making Fred Black in art that I did. Yeah, I believe so, yeah. And then I created a very good picture, and it was just called Scooby-Doo Discourse, and it was that chef, like, kissing his fingers, but I yeah. made it Scooby- Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, I think that was about about right. I'm like, about I when. can't. Get, I hate. Like, I'm so bad with internet discourse because it gets me so like panicky and anxious and mad <laughs> that I'm just like, I get too into it. It's bad for my health. I just here's the thing. I just don't give a shit <laughs> about mm. any of it. I mean, that's like the other end of the. That's the other end of the scale. Like I like. Here's the thing. I'm just gonna fucking block him. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> and and I, I've much more like adopted that nowadays. Like I, I feel less weird just seeing people because sometimes block people him. sometimes people just like want to get a rise out of you and are just like you know being shitty just to get you to argue. Um, just don't acknowledge it. Just be like, all right, bye. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing. You don't have to like you like. You can absolutely choose who is in your life and who is not and who gets control over your over your day yeah. and who doesn't. And, like, just fucking make, make the choices that make you happy. It's your agency and it's your life. Make mm-hmm. with it what you will. Yeah. So I feel like we went a lot of places. <laughs> uh, and we're not we're not even into mine mine yet. Oh my god, I've got so many I've got so many notes. This is probably the most notes I've written for a single song. Yeah, both of us kinda went heavy on the first half and, and very lean in the second half. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm looking at it, it's about seventy five percent first yep. half. Big same. Yeah. Uh, but I, I but suppose on on that note, Mars, what's Miles, your song? My I fan song. <clears throat> my fan song uh my fan I've, song. I feel like I really have to put quotes around fan. Uh, okay. <laughs> Weird, but please continue. So my song is Doctor in the TARDIS by the Time Lords, a.k.a. the Justified Ancients of the Moo Moo, a.k.a. the Jams, a.k.a. the KLF. And and I, I must ask before we continue, is this the one that did a... Doctor Who song and then burnt all of the all of the like shit. Was that even Doctor Who? Hang on, that was Doctor Who. They, like burnt all them shit in the woods. Uh, <laughs> well, okay. I I guess I could I could sort of uh, dart around it, but yes. Uh, yeah, knew uh, it. Oh, that uh, looks shitty on the audio readout. Sorry, Mars. It's okay. It's an easy fix. Um. Oh, it looks like an eye. Uh. So yeah, I I've told I've I've mentioned this story before, um, but I really wanted to get in depth with it and uh, and really really tell tell te- do a tell all on this weird ass story. Mm-hmm. Um, this song bringing it for the theme, it's absolutely cheating and not really in the spirit of the theme. Um, no, you're valid. But I don't listen to a lot of fan music. Um, yeah. 
No particular reason why. It's just like that's not really the corners of the internet that like it's not I spend a lot of. It's just not where I spend a lot of time as a kid. Uh, I can guarantee you, like I like it, there's an alternate universe me that went a few clicks the other direction and is it would have like a million different fan songs to bring. But oh damn, that's also the same. That's the Homestuck universe. I hope you know that the universe in which you read Homestuck. I hope it's not. Um, it is. I'm telling you. I'm an oracle. Yeah, I I don't know if the KLF can actually be considered fans of the show Doctor Who. Uh, <laughs> That's what I was, um, when you said it's quote-unquote a fan song, uh, and then said what band it was, I assumed it was because it's not technically a kind song. <laughs> it's not an unkind song. It's actually, it's actually, like, it. it's... It's, well, I don't know if it's really celebrating Doctor Who. It's not really saying, here's the thing, it doesn't really say anything. <laughs> That's a fan song, I think. So, uh, so yeah, mainly I want to, to use this opportunity and the song to tell, uh, the story that I've told before, like Miles alluded to, of how the KLF burned a million pounds. Uh, cause they're a UK it's band. So or crazy. Work. So fucking crazy, dude. Okay. Oh, by the way, apparently KLF stands for the Copyright Liberation Front, as if they're fucking Mortal Kombat or some shit. Fuck, I love God, that's taste. So, this song was released in 1988, um, uh, and uh, it, uh, according to the lore of the song, was made by their 1968 Ford Galaxy police car. Okay. Who, who is named Ford Time Lord. This is a very fun artificial ghost energy as well. Uh, and the car can talk. Of course. Uh, on the cover of the single, it shows the car with a speech bubble going towards it that says, Hi, I'm Ford Time Lord. I'm a car, and I've made a record. Do you understand how much I fucking love that? Uh, I, I, I guess not. I fucking love that. I believe you. Uh, <laughs> this song was hated by critics. Yeah. Absolutely despised. They called it nauseating. They called it trash pop. That said, it reached number one on the weekly UK singles charts. Honestly, critics don't know shit. It got to number two in Australia. Sick. We do love Doctor Who here. Uh, this was apparently the point, and the song getting to number one was the subject of a book that the KLF wrote called... The Manual, How to Have a Number One the Easy Way. Shit. Yeah. So the, the story, I, I, from what I understand, is that they were trying to make a house beat using samples from the Doctor Who theme song. Uh, oh. And uh, it they didn't like how it was turning out. But they were mm. like, I bet we can make this into a number one. Fucking, that's a lot. But, but, but what's notable is that the KLF tried to do the same formula to get a number one a couple more times and were not successful. Uh, however, they were a very successful, uh, pop band in the UK. I basically just told you everything about the song before we even heard it. Yeah. Um, so I did that because, yeah, that's not the story that I want to tell. No. Also, um, the full version of the song is like eight minutes long, so we're just going to watch the music video. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, but yeah, with, with that, let's listen to Doctoring the TARDIS 
by uh, the KLF. It had the little, so that's um the little rage in the bottom left corner mm-hmm. that came up. That's uh that's a, a a thing in Australia. So this is an Australian broadcast. I oh fun. That. Uh, what did you think? I I can see how an eight minute version of that would be intolerable. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, so otherwise, so- very fun, very very Brit, um, hard Brit sort of stuff. Like like that stompy kind of like chanty stuff uh very 80s slash 90s yeah for sure uh yeah so i mean yeah honestly the song is gimmicky and um i think it's maybe like almost kind of obvious as a ploy to get number one but all things considered uh it's yeah it's really not a terrible song uh the lyrics uh are just the words doctor who Mm -hmm. and exterminate and the tardis there's uh, a little said, bit of talking, but I have no idea what they said. Just saying, said over and over again, uh, yeah, there's just, there's just not much there lyrically. It's fine. Uh, now, I usually do make it a point when we're listening to songs to give an official link. Um, however, uh, the thing is, with this song, there is no official link. That makes this sense. This song, okay. along with every other song that the KLF have ever, le- ever released, were deleted. Jeez, okay. Wait, so that they were up at some point and then they were taken down? No, as in, in the 90s, they deleted their entire back catalog. Uh, you can still find the KLF on Spotify, uh, only one album, uh, mm-hmm. but that's only because uh, they never got to delete their music with their US distributor. Oh, okay. But, but their UK distributor, all of the Back music the is ground. gone. Yeah. So... There's probably some illicit pirate copies out there of their music that you can find. Yeah. I didn't really look into it. But on official channels, you you can't find their music anymore for the most part. Yeah. Uh, um uh so the KLF started as a hip hop inspired band called The Jams, The Justified Ancients of the Mumu. Uh, I'm I'm loving the the um initialization stuff that they're doing. Yeah. Um, uh, they released, uh, sample heavy tracks, uh, that got them in a lot of trouble with lawyers. They sampled the Beatles. They sampled ABBA. They sampled all of the big ones, the big obvious ones. Um, uh, so basically none of this music can be found today. Uh, not only because they deleted their whole back catalog, but because, uh, those lawyers, uh, also like pulled their records from shelves um okay because of because of all of the samples yeah that makes sense um then sometime after they they released two records as the jams uh only the second one uh was able to get a full commercial release um and then in uh 1988 they released 
doctoring the TARDIS as a ploy to get number one, like, uh, Mm -hmm. like I was saying earlier. Um, uh, and then after that, they reformed as the KLF where they basically promised that they were going to put out two more records that were rap free dance jams. Uh, And they did. It was on these records that they released their most popular song, 3AM Eternal. Uh, This song is uh, trancy, dancy. Uh, It's it's a song that is honestly like pretty dope. It's pretty cool. Um, uh, They found a lot of success during this time uh, when they became, uh, I believe, like the number one pop band in the world for like a little bit Jeez, uh they were they were very successful um, and so was this um sort of late 80s or early 90s or this was yeah late 80s early 90s um okay. and uh but they also had a lot of hatred for the music industry and yeah. not a not a lot of this is recorded as to why but for the most part, it mainly seems to be the fact that they got in trouble for using so many samples. That, that makes sense. I'm, Which, I'm like, assuming Britain has and, and Europe has different copyright laws. And also, like, I don't think it strictly falls under, like, like parody, so, so that makes well, sense. Well, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, fucking everybody, everybody has to pay for and clear samples when they're doing music. Yeah. Like, that's just, that's just the rules. Uh, and, like... You know, I totally, totally, like, get and support the idea that, like, like, sampling should be, like, less, like, the the copyright laws around it should be less strict. Mm. Um, But that said, it does maybe seem a little bit silly that if that's the only reason why they were upset, then, like, why they were, like, ended up, you know, doing all the stuff that they did. Mm. Uh, But I don't know. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, they, uh, they were invited to the Brit Awards to perform 3AM Eternal. Um, and they did, they did perform it, but instead of performing it like they usually did, uh, with, you know, a, uh, woman vocalist, um, and like jazzy, nice instrumentation, uh, they played with a band called Extreme Noise Terror. Yes, uh. and they performed a loud, screamy version of this song. And um, originally, they had plans to throw buckets of sheep's blood into the audience. Uh, they also had plans for Bill Drummond, uh, one of the members of the band, to cut off his own hand and throw it into the audience too. This is my exact type of story. Like, it, it's so good. It's so fucking bizarre. So they didn't end up doing either of those things. Oh, all right. Instead, what they did was Bill Drummond fired machine gun blanks into the audience. Yes! Oh my god! Mr. Drummond! What are you doing? I love it! <laughs> Uh-oh, sisters, get shot by a machine. Um, blanks, uh, though, that's that's fun. Well, yeah, and there's video of it. He just fires a burst into the air and leaves. Okay. Um, it's it's honestly, like, it's it's not, like, you can't even actually hear it over the sounds of the band. I'm not sure yeah. many people noticed what he was doing. 
Okay. It, it's the modern equivalent of the, the canon being used in, in the uh, classical music. Like, oh, who, who was it? Was it Tchaikovsky? I like, have put a no canon f- in there. I have no fucking idea. Um, uh, anyway, so they, they left the show. Uh, and then when the performance is over uh, it, and the curtains were closing, it was announced over the PAE that the KLF has left the music industry. All right. And they also left a dead sheep at the after party. All right. Yeah, I was, I was waiting for something else. <laughs> they changed their name again to the K Foundation. To the K Foundation. They went to an abandoned boathouse in an island off the coast of Scotland. And they mm-hmm. shot a documentary called... Watch the K Foundation burn a million quid. Where the K Foundation burned a million quid. Which hey, is everybody, mo- we're the K Foundation, and today we're going to do the burn a million quid challenge. Um, mo- which was most of the money that they made as the KLF. Um, and then they Yeah, a released, million fucking pounds. They released a, a, a couple more songs here and there, but have mostly uh, stopped all activity otherwise imagine burning two million dollars well yeah so so that's the thing here's the thing i on the one hand i do kind of respect their very punk rock exit from the music industry yes same on the other hand i think that they were kind of being massive jackasses absolutely i i completely agree with that um I think that they should have done something better with the money than burn it. I don't think they should have killed a sheep in any context. I even agree. Even if someone else killed it for them, and like if, even if they bought it from like a butcher or something. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess that's the best case scenario, but they probably didn't do that. They probably didn't. Uh, we may never know the story of that sheep. Yeah. Um, you know, it would have been also punk and didn't involve burning a million pounds. Just like getting on top of a building and dumping it. And yeah, someone else right? can have it, you know? Right? Like, it's still yeah. charitable and it's still anarchic. Like, just don't have to fucking burn it. Like, you don't <laughs> people have to could f- use that, dickhead. Yeah, fucko. Yeah, you fucking wrote a Doctor Who song. Good for you. You just gonna burn all that? Sick. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's the story. I've, I've, I've told it in passing twice before on the show, but I wanted to, to tell it in full. Um, I appreciate the, that. The KLF, um, are bastards uh but it's but it's a very fun story yeah definitely uh but yeah that's that's all i have to say on uh well i talked a little bit about doctor and the tardis but mostly that's all i have I to mean, say about the KLF. there's not too much to say it's just kind of it's a good like um yeah if you like that sort of 80s stompy uh brit pop i guess um um then then i think you'd be into it yeah, oh, you for like sure. Doctor Who, do you like Doctor Who? Listen to it. Yeah. Do you uh, like Doctor Who? I feel I feel like that's a good question. Do you like Doctor Who? I I definitely used to. Um, uh, I, haven't, I, I haven't seen it in a grip. Yeah, I have. I haven't. I haven't watched uh, since the start of Peter Capaldi. Yeah, I I would like to see a little bit of a Jody doing. Yeah, doing I would. Job. I would love to see a little bit of Jody. Um, uh, I've yeah. heard mixed things. About the new sh- series, but um, I'm just glad that Moffat's fucking leaving. Such for real, dickhead. for real. Yeah. I'm glad he's gone. Yeah, because it, it was the whole like um the super who lock thing happened, and and so like um uh Matt Smith's doctor, and that's when I was like into it, and then immediately was like this is too much, and and the writing getting so bad. So yeah. I saw like a little bit of um Capaldi, and I was like yeah I'm, I'm into this, uh, and I liked Bill. 
but mm-hmm. um it fell off uh fucking um what's his name the ninth doctor the bald one uh christopher Eccle- christopher eccleston um he's or a eccleston bitch. anyway he's a great man and he was a great doctor. He was my favorite doctor and still is. And I totally understand why he, he hates Doctor Who. Me too. And me too. <laughs> um, I, uh, David, David yeah. Tennant's a classic, but I, I fucking love Christopher Eccleston. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's, that's all I got. Everyone go watch Why Sherlock is Bad. Why BBC Sherlock is Bad by H. Bomber Guy if you want to hear more good Stephen Moffat dissing and uh, Doctor Who opinions, I guess. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. Uh, so, so Miles. So Miles. Uh, what is this? Uh, we're now in the same room for the for the purposes of this bit. Uh, what is this mysterious door that has appeared in front of us? This purple door. Oh, it's it's purple again. Uh, I turn I turn to you, <laughs> and I say, "Why do you always paint everything purple? Is that your favorite color? I thought it was pink." Uh, my favorite color is actually red. Uh, pink is just light red. It's true. I'm a big fan of pink. Uh, yeah. And and purple's just sort of red's awkward cousin. Very true. Um, uh, well, I, Miles. Yeah. I I didn't paint this door. Oh shit! I'm scared. It actually leads to the Velvet Room Persona reference, or a Twin Peaks reference, but mostly a Persona reference. But mo- but intentionally. <laughs> But intentionally a persona reference. Um, uh, no, uh, this, this, well, the, pur- the purple doors fall to the velvet room falls away. And what's this red door? Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. It's the black lodge or whatever from Twin Pooks. Then the red door falls away. What's this fucking green door? How are they falling? <laughs> How are they falling? Uh, I, this the, green yeah, door like, goes like, to like, the it, like in, of Oz. It's. <laughs> It's well. It falls away like 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 in splinters. Like how monsters Inc. Like how monsters Inc. Let's just let's just sit back down. I guess if we're ignoring all of these important doors. Oh no, we're getting sucked into the couch. Oh shit, <laughs> we're getting sucked into into the couch, and it's actually pretty painful. Ow, we're blasting off again. Well, no, we're blasting in. More, we're sinking like. in again. We're sinking in again. Uh, and. We're falling. We're falling. We're falling, Miles. We're it's, falling yeah. into. We're falling into an endless well. When does it end? It doesn't. Except it does. Welcome to sort the of end like, of the well. Okay. Uh, the end of the well lands right mm-hmm. in the middle mm-hmm. of the break. All right. There we go. One, two, three. Let's go. And Kathunk. Oh, jeez. That was wild. God damn it. My ass. My ass. Uh, Not my poor ass. Welcome back to the show. Yeah. Welcome back. We're back. How you feeling? Thank you for welcoming me. Feeling jazzy. Feeling good. Feeling good. It kind of bruised my coccyx a little bit, but but, that's Mm -hmm. just the nature of portals. We all know. Yeah. So... Miles, Miles, I have a question for you. Please, I, I am taking more. As we have established, I I am uh, in a conference right now, and I am taking questions. Um, do you want to know what the segment this week is? I would love to know what the segment is. Uh, 
I'm not. I did the. I did this bit last week. Damn it! I was hoping that you were actually gonna do something because I did it. Damn it! <laughs> oh, you you didn't. You didn't bring a segment this time. Because I was just sitting there. I. It, it's just one of those weeks where I was like, I I just can't. I I I have all these segments that I could do. Like I have a lot of options. Um. Also, just side note, I'm, I'm going to get some feedback from the, their favorite is, uh, or if they want to do something else. But yeah, I I don't know. I just couldn't find any good questions. I couldn't, like, find the creative energy. Now I'm feeling a lot better, but, like, in the moment I was feeling re- so... Well, sacred. that's so valid. You're so valid, Miles. Luckily, we do have quite a long episode, it seems. So. Well, yeah. And, like, here's the thing. I feel like like segments became a thing that are part of every episode but like that's not how they originally were no it was like whenever we felt like we could do a segment we did one and then it, it's well, it also started off as the, me fucking with you but sure it's true it's true I just to take um, you off guard and just fucking beep an air horn and we have a big sibling energy on this show you know when you're we fucking do. with your sibling and you just freak the Here's fuck. Here's the thing: <laughs> we've got we've got big sibling energy where both of us are the big sibling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, your sister's older each than each other, isn't she? Yes, because yes, so is. we're both younger siblings, and that mm-hmm. creates a bad energy. Uh, <laughs> younger siblings don't have rights. Uh, so 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 Miles, I guess I guess my question is then: uh, What is your new favorite? this week actually uh pretty close to uh writing the notes this time like like a very recent like a like a week ago song um i actually have a theory for what your song is but we'll we'll, we'll get to it after mine um okay i'm i'm excited uh and I'm and, and if you aren't bringing the song i'm thinking then i fucking dibs it for next week anyway uh so my new favorite for this little old week is back to life by mystery skulls ah sure yeah 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 so Mystery Skulls is one of my all-time favorite bands, uh, and they are coming out with a new album uh, later this month. So I'm I'm fucking excited, and I, I believe it's of the same name. It's also going to be called Back to Life. Um, yeah, Mystery Skulls is uh, a I believe a solo act. Uh, it sometimes has like people guest singing and stuff like that, but but generally a solo act. Uh, it's electronic sure. slash sort of synth pop stuff uh, by Louis Debuch. Debuch. Now, I'm assuming it's just Louis Debuck because he's from Dallas, Texas. <laughs> I don't think it's a French name. <laughs> well, you never know. You never know, I guess. I shouldn't assume. Um, but I, I'm not. I don't. Is L-U-I-S, would that be Louis or Louis? Is that Louis? Um, I think it could be either is the problem. Gotta call him Lou. Lou Debuch. <laughs> Lou Debuch. Perfect. That's wonderful. From TX. Um, yeah, I honestly... Not, mu- not much of a leader. In Texas. What was that? Everything's bigger in Texas. I want to be a cowboy, baby. Want to be a cowboy, Hell baby. Yeah. Uh, uh, with the help, my, <laughs> yeah. Wait, yeah. I I think the game when saying that line is to say it as slow as possible. Yeah, just, I want to be a cowboy, baby. I want to be a cowboy, baby. And also just mumble it and be old. <laughs> just be incomprehensible. I want to be a cowboy, 100%. I want to be a cowboy, baby. So this has nothing to do with cowboys, but I would love to give it a little listen. As far as you know, you don't know the deep lore 
I mean, the fail. deep cowboy lore. Fail. <laughs> All right, let's give this song a little listen. Let's, let's fucking do it, yo. I'm ready. I'm fucking ready for it. So, so what'd you think? I, I enjoyed that a lot. It it like it, it didn't necessarily go a lot of places, but like the place that it is where where it was 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 very nice. Yeah, very like like it was just very jammy and very danceable. Very much so. That that's definitely Mystery Skulls' game. Uh, so uh, back to life. So the uh album is expected to drop uh april 12th so that's only uh as of recording uh three days away um exciting content uh and the only two other uh uh, released singles for this album is uh stronger and don't fuck with my money great title (laughs) um uh i'm really excited for it uh i i because yeah i don't know i i I, forever is my favorite album of theirs so i'm i'm hoping for tracks that i can enjoy um yeah. Also, his last album came out in uh, 2017, so it'll be excited for some new content. Um, yeah, for sure. So, a lot of people know Mystery Skulls from the animated series by uh, Mystery Ben 27, uh, with the mm-hmm. the uh, cartoon cast very similar to uh, Scooby Doo, using songs from right. their yeah, albums yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Forever and and Ultra Rare Volume One. But uh, yeah, so so uses uh, I think there's been three or four um, different yeah of these Mystery Skulls songs. Um, and uh, those animated videos, which while done independently by Mystery Ben 27, still supports uh, Mystery Skulls in part uh, and gets significantly more views than the original music uh, on YouTube. Um, and, and yeah, you can buy that. No, like- I, I, I don't think that I knew that it was unaffiliated. It was unaffiliated, and now it is affiliated. Like, like it, it was done. The first one was done independently, um, and, and then now it's a, a sort of partnership. Okay, sure, sure, sure. Uh, I was watching a Twitch stream uh, from a creator that I like called Cryotic, uh, like one of the first YouTube people I, I ever watched. Um, and he was doing an editing stream and, and he was talking about how uh, some of his videos got taken down because his outros had Mystery Skulls music in them. Despite the fact that Mystery Skulls has uh, said explicitly in the past that um, other creators using their music uh, as like that sort of format as outros or to videos, the backing down animations and speed paints and stuff for samples they're totally fine with um and and youtube copyright stroke it which sucks but but yeah mystery skulls is a very like open and and just sort of community driven sort of act and 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 wants people to be able to share and uh use their music creative which so so that's why they are really supportive of the animated music video so again i don't have too much to say about this like i said very much so first half of it but uh yeah mystery skulls has this fucking great sound that incorporates like guest vocalists and and examples and sounds and like this great uh sort of mix of uh, uh, like jazzy instruments or or guitar or some drums mixed with like these great electronic uh sounds and beats that that makes for a really interesting soundscape a lot of the time uh and even with a song like this this is really simple uh and doesn't again go 
many places. Uh, it is still really danceable and really fun. Yeah, to- absolutely. I, I think it was like... I, I've I've definitely enjoyed uh, uh, what I've heard of Mystery Skulls is uh, whole whole shit, um, and like um, uh, I I don't have like a whole lot of experience with them to be honest outside of the animated music videos. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely I I I'm definitely I feel like in in the probably majority of people who like have only seen the the animated music videos and haven't. Uh, really gone through their their music, but uh, I, but I'm I'm a fan of everything that I've heard, and um, yeah, yeah. I I mean, yeah. Again, like uh, yeah, if it's not super like you know hard listen sort of music, uh, it's definitely like everyone enjoys it. Like everyone that I've played it for is like this is a really good um whatever I put on. So yeah, give it a try. Yeah, give them a go. Give them a go. Give them a listen. They're 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 a uh, they're a really good uh, really good band. Yeah, so Mars. Yeah. So, Miles. What's your new favorite? So, my new favorite. Oh, my new favorite. My new favorite is Venom by Little Sims. All right. So, who did you think that was going to bring? The new Brockhampton thing. I don't think that that's a... that. It's not a full song. It's not, but it's music. <laughs> it's... Yeah, but it's not a it's not a song, Wait, so I'm not Miles, bringing you're it. you're saying that as if you wouldn't bring some absolute fuck shit. <laughs> It's you, just you've done pro- weirder stuff a, than than bring half a song. But it's just a promo for a song. Why would I bring it? Because it's like, Brockhampton. So I like Brockhampton, but I'm not like I'm not gonna bend over for everything they do. Right. Uh, Little Sims is a London-based rapper slash singer slash actress, uh, and she's completely amazing. Uh, in in stark comparison to uh, what I was. Uh, for my first song, I don't really have a whole lot to bring, uh, a, a whole lot to, to to introduce her because honestly, I just want you to hear this song. <laughs> All right. So without further ado, let's listen to this song. Over my yeah, my own head can't tell when he more psychotic to the death while I dig deep. I can never find nothing left. It's a mystery, rage, nothing but rage. Can't figure out if I'm going insane. Ain't no doubt we'll be showing no mercy. So think twice if you wanna get plays. Nothing ain't nice right here, no games. I don't wanna dart nobody in a flash. True resist the cup, hands in the air, put the money in a bag, all cash, all cash, venom. So, so what did you think? I'm into it. Uh, yeah. Uh, so this song, um, uh, I, I really, yeah, I discovered her only a couple of days ago. Uh, there is this YouTube channel called Colors, uh, and it is a, a performance space uh, where they, uh, where like every every once in a while they'll they'll pop up a video of an artist performing one of their songs, and uh, that's how I found Little Sims. Um, uh, yeah, this, the, the album was released, uh, March 1st, so about a month ago, um, and, uh, it, uh, it has completely, absolutely blown me away, um, and through this song, she instantly became one of my favorite rappers on the scene right now. Yeah. I love the production on this song, uh, on this album, uh, most of the songs have a classic, like, boom-bap hip-hop style mm. to them, um, this song it has less bass, 
than a lot of our other songs, but uh, what it has in common is uh, heavy use of, of real instruments rather than a lot of synths. Uh, I mean, she still does use synths um, in her music, uh, but uh, but generally she's uh, using real instruments. Um, and th- this song in particular uses violins and drums with a lot of reverb to create a very suspenseful atmosphere. Yeah. Uh, it's it's like the musical equivalent of a Hitchcock movie. Um, it, it, it keeps you on the edge of your seat while at the same time getting you to bob your head like nothing else. Uh, this song, it was produced by Inflow, uh, who also has a lot of other producing credits, both on this record and in general. And honestly, they completely killed it. Um, I can find absolutely no inf- information on who Inflow is. Valid. Um and Little Sim's flow and lyricism is, to me, completely, like, unbelievable. She just sounds completely amazing to listen to. Yeah. Uh, I-, I love, too, that on this song, she just refuses to have a chorus. <laughs> and the hook is is just the word venom. Yeah. Uh, it's just two and a half minutes of her flexing on the mic. It, uh, yeah, I... I... Um, I'm, I'm gonna re-listen to it a couple times because I, I like it quite a bit. Uh, unfortunately, I, I was a little bit soured um, by by the application that all women have ovaries and a pussy, and that's a personal thing. But it, it was really distracting and it have got me. Uh, yeah, so I that is uh, you know I the I guess the counter argument is that she's she's mainly talking about herself, mm. um, but yes, it is. Uh, definitely a little you know like i i don't know like how aware little sims is of like queer culture i don't know how um you know like how responsive she is to it um i'm hoping she's chill but i don't know Mm -hmm. I, I, I couldn't find any information about it, um, but that is a con- that is a, a sort of yeah. concern and something that I, I, I noted about the song yeah, as well. Usually I, that, that stuff does this today, but um, yeah, otherwise I I, um, I actually, I kind of assumed that it was maybe like a sample from a different, like a horror movie soundtrack, um, but that- It might be. Cool. I really liked it. I also kind of thought it might have uh, been like a, like a, the, a fan song or something for Venom. Oh, because it, cause it started um, off with, like, a horror movie beat, yeah. and I was like, maybe. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that would be pretty amazing, actually. Serendipitous. Yeah. But I like it. It's very dark. Apparently, you're in the sad space now, but I'm it. Is it? Is it dark? The first line is, life sucks, and I never tried suicide. Mine's fucked even more than I realized. I guess. I guess <laughs> it's kind of fucked. I don't know. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't really... Like, again, like, lyrically... Uh, like I can, I I can hear every lyric. She's very clear in in her mm-hmm. flow. Um, very British. Like I like a bit of Brit rap. It's not often in my radar. Well, well, legitimately, the London rap scene is pretty. Oh, it's dope, fantastic. Which is like almost pretty surprising. But yeah, um, but yeah, I'm a big fan of all the songs in this album. Uh, but this one is easily my favorite, and. Uh, and yeah, I, I, I really can't recommend this album enough. It's, uh, it's yeah, it's gray area. You know, you can find it all the places you find music. It's yeah, great. I'm definitely going to listen to this again. Maybe some of, see what I can, you absolutely see what should. I can find on the yeah. show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, 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 I don't know that I had a whole lot to say, but I did say it. 
Again, both of us heavy in the first half. Sort of, we just wanted to bring fun songs. <laughs> just like, yeah, yeah I just yeah. like that song. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I think that's all I've got. All right, take it, take all it right. out. Put, put, put a cuff on him. Put, put him in the paddy wagon. Take him away, boy. Put your gun and badge on my fucking. I'm getting some mixed signals here. Uh, thank you for listening to Artificial Ghost Radio. If you enjoyed the show, please do share it with a friend. It would mean a lot to us. If you want to reach out to us, you can find us on Twitter at ArtGhostPod and at our email at ArtGhostPod at gmail.com. Thank you once again for listening, and we will see you on the other side. But, yeah, we're, we just went through. It's not going to be anything special this week. We just went through. We're in. We were on the, we actually, uh, we were on the guest list. If you look, it's, yeah, no, it's under Lazarus. No, L-A-Z, no, L-A-Z-U-R, no, A-R. Fuck, I misspelled my own last name. Fuck, we gotta go. <laughs>